Hi, everyone, and welcome back to another episode of Don't Remind Me with Sam and Josie. On today's episode, we are talking about all things holiday. Yes, today we revisit our favorite and not-so-favorite holiday memories, including Breakfast with Santa, My Amazing Holiday Parties, and more. Grab a hot chocolate and get ready to take a stroll down Candy Cane Lane with us. Episode number five, Sam. Yeah, episode number five. Also, I love that we start every episode with which number episode we're on. Yes, because we know how to count. Hashtag educated. (laughs) See, we did learn something in Catholic school. We learned how to count to five. Yes, next week we'll learn how to count to six. No, I'm kidding. (laughs) We're getting up there, Sam. So what are we talking about today? We are talking about... Christmas! Feliz Navidad! Dun, 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 dun. The ultimate Catholic holiday. Is that the other Catholic holiday or is it Easter? I mean, Jesus was like kind of born on both of those. I don't know. Right? I think Christmas gets more of a buzz because hashtag capitalism. So, <laughs> so there's that. Uh, but I would definitely say it's probably the bigger holiday out of, out of the two. Yes, we are talking about the big man in the red suit, the big man upstairs and his little baby boy. Watching you all the time. (laughs) Always watching you. Yeah, and for this episode, we're feeling a little festive. I've got some peppermint mocha, and I know Sam's also got a warm drink. I do. I'm drinking some lovely tea. It's not like holiday themed. I'm sorry. We'll say it's Christmas tea. (laughs) I have a nice cup of warm Christmas tea and I'm wearing a Santa hat and Josie is actually wearing something super festive too. It looks like you have on some reindeer antlers. I do. We decided to get festive for this episode and although you cannot see us, please know we are very festive right now. (laughs) We're not lying to you. Actually, don't your antlers make noise? They do. There's like a little bell on them. I don't know if you can hear it. (laughs) Yeah, kind of. It's, it's the sound of uh, Christmas magic. <laughs> We're, you're getting older, so you're starting to like lose your hearing when it comes to the Santa magic. Oh, no, it's fading. It's like those, um, those Christmas movies where all the adults no longer are aware of like l- the little like things that happen and that like, kids are super in tune to and they're like, oh my God, I, I hear Santa or like something like that. I, I'm thinking of a specific movie. I don't know what the title is or anything but I know for sure where it's like when as you get older you start losing your ability to like the Texan or something like oh, that. Oh isn't it the oh my god I almost just called it the Panda Express. The is Polar it- Express <laughs> isn't it a movie? <laughs> yeah. You see I watched that when it came out in theaters and I just remember not liking it so it turned like into a repressed memory so it might be that one. So today we're going to talk about all things holiday. We've got um, some awesome memories. So also disclaimer for this episode, we are going to talk about losing the holiday magic if you catch my drift. So if (laughs) halfway through the episode, disclaimer. (laughs) (laughs) So if you have children amongst you, um, just know that we'll be covering that. You might want to unplug your radios. I don't know. (laughs) (laughs) It's like, please send them to the other room. (laughs) Send them away. 
Yes, to boarding school. That's how, no, I'm kidding. Don't send your kids to boarding school. Um, so what are some of your favorite, like, Christmas memories, Sam, growing up? Oh, my goodness. Um, so a recurring theme in this podcast is that my memory is a heap of garbage. So <laughs> I can only remember things that I've seen recorded onto, like, a VHS tape. Okay. So, yeah. So I think one of my favorite Christmas memories is when my cousins from Texas used to come and stay with us for the holiday season. They'd stay for maybe like two weeks. And there was a huge blizzard one year when they came and they got stuck here in Chicago. And I got to have like a whole extra week with my cousins to play with. And we played in the snow. They weren't used to seeing snow. So they were like freaking out and it was really fun. So that was a good, that's a good Christmas memory. It's just kind of like dragged out Christmas way past Christmas. Yeah. And it, when you're a kid, that's just like the greatest thing ever. What about you? What's your favorite Christmas memory? Yeah. I mean, I, I think that just having spent, there's, there's one Christmas in particular. Uh, it was maybe like, at this point, it must have been like seven years ago or so. And my whole family got together and it's, we've, we've always done games. But for this specific Christmas, like the games just went up a notch and we, it's fun. It was fun because we were all like adults now or not adults, you know, but we, we, and we were playing all these like kids games and they were just so much fun. Like we were playing hot potato, like everyone had to bring a gift and there's like 40 of us, I think. I'm, I, I, and I, even then, I don't think 40 was enough, but you know, we're all in this huge circle and we're just playing hot potato and it was just so much fun. And then we started a Christmas tradition at that point with um, this game. We call it the hugging game because there's like no official name for it. But my cousin came up with it and it's been a staple in our, at our holiday parties ever since. But basically someone's playing music and we're all like walking around, dancing, whatever. All of a sudden the music stops and the person controlling the music yells out a number. So let's say they yell out five. So we have to get into groups of five and whoever is left out of the group is out officially. So alliances are made, um, alliances are broken, wars start. It's, it's intense. And th since there's so many of my family members, like, you know, the first couple groups are like, 10 people you know and it's always like awkward when you leave that one cousin out but you're like oh you're screwed dude <laughs> um so I remember one year in particular it was a lot of fun because we it ended up being uh my sister my cousin and I and we were the last three standing so we knew for sure the the next number was going to be two and I was like standing away from them and I was I told my mom because you know the music's going whatever and I, I turned to my mom and I'm like they don't realize they could hug themselves because they were both fixating on hugging me and I'm like and then I was like okay do I hug my sister or am I about to get tackled by my cousin who plays football <laughs> the music stops I literally there's a video of me just like covering my face and I just get tackled by my cousin <laughs> there was no hope for me <laughs> Um, so I think definitely like fondest memories have been around playing this game that we've made up and it's kind of sad we won't get to play it this year, but I'm hoping next year, we, you know, we're able to make a comeback. <laughs> oh my God, that's so funny. I want to see that footage real bad. I'll go ahead and send it to you after. <laughs> oh, another, okay. So I think I have a Christmas memory that I actually really like better than the last one I shared, but 
Um, so every year we get one of our relatives to help Santa and he dresses up like Santa and passes out gifts to all the kids in the family. Aww. So it's like a big deal. Nobody wants to be Santa. And like my grandma's just always trying to get people to be in the Santa suit. The suit is like 500 years old and it's really gross and no one wants to get in it. Um, so, so one year my uncle got into the Santa suit and he had a couple of drinks and he was just having the time of his life. He was like, I'm Santa, <laughs> just like running through and just like, <laughs> and your grandma's in the corner, just like, no, <laughs> no, Danny, no. <laughs> and he was like, just giving this like super guttural ho, ho, ho. He was like, oh, oh. <laughs> Oh my god, that's so funny. <laughs> and then, uh, so he started passing out presents, and then my little twin cousins, they were, like, pretty small at the time, and they, me and my dad were just, like, sitting back and just laughing our asses off at everything happening, and then my cousin comes up to us, one of the little kids, and she goes, Santa smells like beer, and we were like, of course he does! <laughs> oh no! Like, the Christmas oh magic! It's Christmas fuel. He's got a long night ahead of him. <laughs> yeah, that's how he gets by every year. <laughs> yeah, or we should have told her that, like, our house was the last stop of the night, and he was just kicking back. <laughs> oh, my goodness. Would you keep track of Santa with, like, the, the Christmas tracker, now that you've mentioned that you, you should have told her that your house was the last one? In recent years, yeah, we started pulling it up. Oh, that's so cool. Um, I remember oh. I would take that super seriously. I was like, my uncle would always be like, yeah, I just heard, he, you know, he's flying over blah, blah, blah place. And I'm like, he's getting close. We need to go home because if he gets to the house and I'm not home, he's not going to leave me a present. <laughs> oh, my God. Also, oh, I think just me and my dad have like a very cynical sense of humor. But uh, one year we were just watching all the kids like pressed up against the window because someone was telling them to like look for Santa and they were just freaking out, you know, because they're, yeah. they're just like, ah. And then my dad was just like, I'm going to go up to them and tell them there's been a terrible accident. No! <laughs> That's the most devastating thing you can do to a kid. Like, not just on Christmas, but just telling them, like, something happened to Santa. Santa's dead. <laughs> oh, my goodness. It's like the Tim Allen movie, Your Dad Becomes Santa. <laughs> you, I, I could probably see him being Santa. Be very efficient. You, you know what? I think your dad could do it. He could definitely carry the torch. So how did you find out that Santa wasn't real? Oh, okay. So I used to write every mythical creature that's supposed to bring you things really long letters with demanding responses because I just, I don't handle mystery that well. I just want to find out what the hell's going on. So Agreed. I would just ask Santa all these questions like, who's your favorite elf? Like, what do the reindeer eat? Blah, 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 blah. Can you just like wake me up one time and like just show me your sleigh and stuff? <laughs> And then they'd always be like, no, of course not. <laughs> and then... Wait, um, you would get responses from Santa? Yeah. So here, here we go. So uh, okay. my... What did I do? It wasn't... I didn't write a letter to Santa when I found out. So I had written a letter to the Tooth Fairy when I found out that Santa wasn't real. So I wrote a letter to the Tooth Fairy and she Aww. wrote me back. And I recognized my mom's handwriting and I remember bringing the note to her. She was in her room and I stormed in and I held up the note like to her face. And I was like, is this your handwriting? Oh no. <laughs> Freaked out and just like, 
And she was like, what do you think? And I was like, it's you. It's not the tooth fairy's handwriting. The tooth fairy isn't real. And then I just started having this crisis. And then I was like sitting on the edge of the bed and I was just like, does this mean Santa isn't real either? <laughs> oh no. How old were you? I can't remember. Probably around like third or fourth grade, I think. Okay. But I, I love how you had, like, your suspicions that, you know, Sienna wasn't real, so you wrote to the Tooth Fairy, like, completely confident that the Tooth Fairy was real. Yeah. You're like, wait, hold on, this guy might not be, but I definitely think you are, so I'm going to confine in you and write this letter to you. How did you find out? I, I think that I had that sense of, like, like I, I can't really wrap my, my head around, you know, this person traveling throughout the whole world. Like, it didn't really make sense to me. So I want to say I was, I think it was the third grade and I was in the car with my mom and I remember we were going to River Point Mall um, and I started telling her, I was fully aware that everyone was fake, the Easter Bunny, Tooth Fairy, anything else except Santa. Like I had this faith that like Santa was real, right? And I was like, mom, I'm like, tell me the truth. Is Santa like really real? And she, she's like, why do you think that? And I'm like, well, you know, all these other people are fake, like, and it, Santa just makes no sense whatsoever. And she's like, did someone say something to you? Or did you hear something at school? And I was like, no, I'm like, it just doesn't like, I'm over here trying to be logical and like scientific about this. Yeah. And I'm like, it makes no sense. Like, I'm like, just please don't lie to me. Like, is he like, is this for real? And she was like, no, he's not. And I was like, ah, <laughs> It's like the most devastating thing. It, it, it wasn't devastating, but at that point, I felt like, this is going to sound so silly, but I felt like some sort of relief. I was like, aha, I knew it wasn't real, you know? And I think at that point, like, I started, like, clicking things together, and it just didn't make any sense to me. But my mom knew I knew, but my dad did not. I was like, do not tell dad that I know. <laughs> because I would always give my letters uh, to Santa to my dad before he went off to work or you know uh, whenever he my dad was always the one that would mail the letters so but at the end of the day my dad was the one reading them and like purchasing some of like the more expensive items like a digital camera and things like that so I was like dear Santa please I want a digital camera I'm like in like sixth seventh grade my dad still thinks I, I believe in oh Santa my God. that's so funny yeah um, I, I never told him when I found out. So for all I know, the man probably still thinks I believe in Santa. But uh, with that, I, I think that at that point, I really tried to make sure that my sister kept like the Christmas magic as long as she could. And so she wouldn't find out. Actually, I think I remember someone that we went to high school with. I'm not going to name any names, but I remember this person saying that they didn't like believe in Santa until the eighth grade, but they just like didn't care enough to question it. Anyway. I remember that. And there was there was like a, a joke going around that that this person didn't find out Santa wasn't real until like freshman year of high school. Yeah. It was the same person we're thinking of. <laughs> yep. Yeah. If this person's listening, he's not real. I'm sorry. <laughs> yeah. And with that, like I something I'd like to add is that growing up Mexican we also had the idea that baby Jesus was the one that brought you your gifts, which is another weird factor. What? Can you tell yeah. me? Yeah. 
Yeah, they would, it would be like, El Niño Dios is going to bring you your Christmas gift. So I was always in this dilemma of it. Is it Santa or is it baby Jesus bringing me my gifts? And my mom was kind of like, well, it's whoever's available, you know, whoever's in the area. They just split the territory and, you know, they're like, okay, you take North, I take South. <laughs> then how does baby Jesus get around? Does he also have a sleigh? And like, is he, so is he an infant with like, a full adult's mental capacity or is he just kind of stumbling through the whole evening being like <laughs> oh yeah he's a badass baby jesus sam show some respect <laughs> oh my god yeah i i don't know exactly but it was just like the magic of of like baby jesus wanting to share his um his birthday with everyone and bringing gifts to to the children of the world so i can kind of see like i don't like I'm kind of imagining this in my brain now. So Santa's the one that goes all around the world, but I could see like baby Jesus having a little more mysticism behind him. Like he would just be up in the clouds and then like <laughs> rolling in his little crib, like <laughs> in his little crib and he just like waves his arm and like presents fall from the sky or something. <laughs> or like he starts crying and instead of tears, it's just like all these little gifts like falling off his, <laughs> rolling off his cheeks. <laughs> oh my god I love yeah that. so I don't know whether it was baby Jesus or Santa somehow gifts ended up under the Christmas tree <laughs> yes I also had a weird thing where I didn't um or I crossed wires too and thinking is Santa God like he's Ooh. always watching you and you get rewarded and he has these abilities to travel around the entire world in one evening like which is like 12 hours is he God? He's got a big white beard. Yeah, I I feel it. That's something I questioned too, but it was more of like them being like friends, like BFFs, just because they told each other <laughs> everything, you know? Like, it's like, hey, Santa, how's it going? Hey, little Timmy's been bad. Oh, I know. And then they just start gossiping about us. <laughs> and then baby Jesus comes in and they're like, no, not right now, baby Jesus. This is an adult conversation. <laughs> baby jesus is just like look at the picture i drew <laughs> oh, oh that's so cute little baby jesus <laughs> that's kind of a scary thought like god and santa getting together to talk about you it's like if you get on the naughty list like five times do you go to hell then probably i mean that sounds about right to me so <laughs> <laughs> were you ever like did you ever have a christmas where you were like naughty and maybe didn't get the gift you wanted or something along those lines um, no, I was like, I was a pretty good kid. There was one year that I really wanted a Furby when Furbies were super hot. Mm -hmm. My mom couldn't find one anywhere. And my Aww. aunt had gone out shopping. My aunt from Texas, she mm -hmm. um, was shopping on, on Christmas Eve in the oh, night. Goodness. And she found a fucking Furby and she bought it. So I'm thinking maybe if I couldn't have gotten a Furby that year, they would have had to say like, oops, I guess you were bad a little bit oh but i don't know it was that one time sam yeah he was watching i We're think that um one of the gifts that i didn't receive that i was really upset about because you know santa magic was this one like britney spears book that i saw in the scholastic magazines i don't know if you had those at your school oh yeah uh, so they and for those listeners who aren't aware with of it but Scholastic used to send out these little booklets with like books and different activity books and whatnot that you could order um 
And I remember there was this Britney book that I really, really wanted, and I missed out on it at the book fair that year at school. It just sold out so quickly. And I was like, oh, I really want this book. I really want this book. And it was like my number one thing on my Christmas list that year. And it didn't arrive. And I was so sad. But I was like, oh, maybe just Santa didn't have the hookup at Scholastic. (laughs) Yeah, that's like another weird thing, too, that we kind of just make excuses for is that like, I'm just supposed to believe that an elf in a little wood shop made me a Walkman. (laughs) Right? Like, does Santa go shopping? Like, would he go to the Scholastic Book Fair to find you this book, or would he have to make it himself? And how does he get around copyright, if that's the case? Ooh, asking the legal questions. I don't know. We need a lawyer. I remember one year, uh, we ended up getting, it was the year that Toy Story 2 came out, and I was gifted the the Jesse. And I remember that immediately I wanted to go to Toys R Us when Toys R Us was still a thing, rest in peace. Um, (laughs) And I I wanted to buy Woody because I was like, no, we can't have Jesse without Woody and we need Bullseye. And I wanted to buy the whole collection. And I remember my dad, like now the panic in his face makes sense. But he was just like, Josie, like you just got Jesse. Like, it's okay. Like you can wait a while. Your birthday's next month. (laughs) Oh my God. Um, what would you say is your favorite Christmas gift you've ever gotten? Uh, oh, the best Christmas gift I ever got was, uh, my drum kit. Yeah. I think I was in seventh grade and my friend played piano and then she used to play keyboards and we would like have band practice together and like I would play drums and she would play keyboard and sing a song and it was fun. Oh, that's so fun. Yeah, I wish I held on to them and I wish I had kept playing drums, but you know, if I wasn't instantly good at something, I gave up really fast, so. <laughs> oh, that would have been cute for you to have kept that. Yeah, but that was a good one. Uh, what was your favorite Christmas gift? Kindergarten. Nintendo 64. Oh, hell yeah. Yeah, I remember when I opened it up, I was like, oh my god, I, I, I'm kind of, I'm trying to think back at it, and I don't, I don't even think that I knew what a Nintendo 64 was. It just, I knew it was like a video game, or I don't know if maybe I remember it from like commercials, but I, I was so excited, and it was my sister's first Christmas. Um, oh. Yes, and I remember she just had all these like little cute toys, but immediately like we set it up, and we started playing uh, Mario Kart. That was one of the games that it came with. And it was just so much fun. And I still have it and it still works. And we like to pull it out every once in a while. Um, so definitely best Santa gift I've ever gotten. <laughs> so fun. Oh, yeah. Also, my parents used to go through great lengths to like give off the Santa illusion. So I remember one time my dad took his work boots, mm-hmm. dipped them in the fireplace soot, and then made footprints across the floor. So oh. came through yeah it was really cool that reminds me there was one year where I loved Santa milk and milk and cookies and I left it on I don't know if you remember from McDonald's I had like the collectible like plates oh yeah yeah so we had those so I left him my Christmas McDonald's plate with like the cookies and the milk and everything and I wake up in the morning and I you know I run to the Christmas tree and I see that the plate is gone. And my first thought is, Santa stole my plate. <gasps> How dare he? Like, I left him my best plate out here, and this man stole it. I was so <laughs> angry. 
got beef with Santa. Yeah. And I ended up somehow going to the kitchen to grab something. And I see that the plate is in the sink. And then my heart starts racing. And I was like, oh, Santa was in my whole house. I'm like, he walked through the house. And, you know, I'm like, I'm over here like, wow, like, you know, coming back from Christmas break, I'm going to be like, guys, Santa walked through my house and I didn't see him, you know? <laughs> um, and then I was like, oh, wow, that was so kind of him to put it in the sink, you know? And that, that was the thought. And then I remember the uh, one of the years after that, I woke up and the Christmas, the wrapping paper that Santa used was on the coffee table in the living room. And I was like, oh, Santa left me the wrapping paper. I was like freaking out. And my mom's like, oh, that's very nice of him, you know, blah, blah, blah. And I, I, I've talked about my, I've talked with my mom about that. And she's like, yeah, I was just so tired and completely forgot to put it away. <laughs> yeah, the excuses you'll make for Santa. Something I've seen recently and I don't know how I feel about it, or, you know, I think there are people who kind of grew up with this too, but it's like getting Christmas gifts leading up to Christmas from Santa, which I'm just kind of confused by. I, 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 I don't know. I feel like it's kind of like Christmas overload. <laughs> yeah, they're changing the rules. Right? And it just, it, I don't know. I mean, I, I've seen a couple people post about it, how they're like, oh, Santa visited, blah, 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 you know, their kid last night. And I'm like, it's like December 9th. Why, why, why is he coming so soon? Or like visiting multiple times throughout the night. Also something else. I remember we had that at one Christmas party. My, like, this was so random. I don't even know why they did this, but my cousin who's significantly older than I am, her kids were my age. She like came out during one of the Christmas parties and was like, oh my God, I just found these in the porch. Santa left them and gave her kids the Santa gifts at the family party. Oh. And then I, I was like, whoa, like, you know, I found that so odd, but I was like, okay, well, I guess he dropped off at this house and we didn't live too far off. So when we got home and I didn't see any gifts, I'm like, oh my God, he forgot. And my mom's like, oh no, he's still like, you know, somewhere else in the neighborhood. But I always, I always found that kind of strange, and I don't know. I don't like it. It sounds like Santa's losing his mind. Right? It's like, why would you bring some gifts at this point of the night, or and then bring other gifts at another point of the night? It just sounds like so much more work for Santa. Well, speaking of Santa and like, speaking of Santa and plates and food, um, did your school, your school did breakfast with Santa, right? Yes, we did. It was very similar to our Halloween parties, um, except this time they were to bring in Santa and Mrs. Claus for people to take pictures with. Yes, we also did breakfast with Santa, and one of my, like, worst childhood memories is from a breakfast with Santa. Oh, I, no. I just had, like, the worst day ever at a breakfast with Santa. I was, like, probably, like, second grade. I don't know, but I remember I got to breakfast with Santa, and some jerk in my class was making fun of my new haircut so that was cool and then i won an ornament in a raffle and then i broke it so oh, at the at the christmas uh, at the breakfast with santa at the breakfast with santa and then some other jerk spilled milk all over me and my parents were like now it's time to sit on santa's lap for a photograph and i just freaked out it was like one of my biggest childhood freakouts ever. And I was just like, no, 
Christmas sucks. Oh no, I'm so sorry. And then I proceeded to turn into the Grinch and I moved to a mountaintop where I reside to this day. <laughs> <laughs> you know, as we get older, I, I, I tend to side with the Grinch a bit more. <laughs> yeah. Oh no, that oh, kids are so mean. I don't think I have any like outstanding breakfast with Santa stories to tell, but I just remember every year we had to take that picture and hang it on the fridge afterwards. <laughs> yep. Yeah, I think I still have the picture from that day too, which like I look like I'm keeping it together. But do you guys take your picture with Polaroids? Uh, yes. Yeah. That, that, that's how ours works too. And I just remember some kids would get so excited, but I always knew that like the Santa that was coming in or like the Santas at mall weren't the real Santa. Cause I was like, no, like the real Santa is way too busy gossiping with God. <laughs> okay. <laughs> So I think that a big part of like the the Christmas holiday is also like White Elephant, Secret Santa. Did you ever, I don't know, were, are there any outstanding memories from having participated in those type of activities? Yes. So there was a running joke at my family's Christmas party with the White Elephant game. There was this ceramic dog that somebody brought. <laughs> okay. <laughs> kind of goofy looking and and like a bone in its mouth and nobody wanted it so it just kept getting like passed around and then people started like slapping money on it so oh. maybe like thirty dollars attached to this dog and then in subsequent years it kept showing back up so whoever won it the previous year would bring it the next year oh that's so great <laughs> it just kept getting passed around i i don't know where it's at now oh i actually really like that where it's like you get to keep it for a year and then you know you pass it on to the next family a different year yeah oh that's a sweet tradition yeah. i don't think i have any like funky ones the only like white elephant related story was we did it at work one year and i remember there was just this one person that I wasn't a big fan of and they were so obsessed with the gift that I had brought in and they ended up keeping it too. I can't remember what it was, but she was just so unbelievably excited. And I was just like, oh, had I known I wouldn't have brought it in. Like just because <laughs> I despised her so much. I'm like, oh, I'm like being the Grinch. I was like, I gave her Christmas joy. Ooh. <laughs> Speaking of Christmas parties, I used to host Christmas parties for our friends in high school and uh, it started I think the first year of college when everyone kind of came back to the city and I wanted to see everyone and I was like guys we're I'm doing an ugly Christmas sweater party get together and those kind of kept going on for a while and I, Sam would always help me plan them and prepare for them we always would do target runs and decorate and everything so those were a lot of fun yeah I remember taping a picture to my sweater one year of someone <laughs> We knew in a Santa suit and I was like, I don't have anything Christmas related. Here's my sweater. I remember it was real. I thought this was really funny because it was an ugly Christmas sweater party. And one of our friends wore our high school, <laughs> our high school sweater. And he was oh. like, it's an ugly sweater. <laughs> I hated this place. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that was, that was a lot of fun. People would get creative. And I remember when we, so I used to host them at my house, but then one year half of the group was like 21 the other half wasn't and people started asking me you know can I bring alcohol and I just didn't want to deal with you know young people drinking alcohol for the first time maybe or maybe going over their limits so I decided to um, move the party to a bar the following year 
And I think that just ended up being way worse than anything that I would have done in my house. <laughs> yeah. I, I don't know what happened, but people just like kind of lost it. Um, my favorite, uh, my favorite part of that party was one of the guests had smuggled in like a 12 pack of Bud Light and they stashed it in the bathroom. They like, they that was had, wild. <laughs> it was like in their pants, in their jacket. It was just so absurd. And I just remember the, I should have known that night was going to be rocky when I, we showed up to this place. Um, and it was like, it, it was like a restaurant bar place. And I remember right before, you know, I, I had emailed them and I was like, Hey, I'm going to have a group of around like 40 people come in, you know, can we have like a couple tables in the back? And they were all for it. And I even told them, I'm like, you know, is there anything I need to know beforehand? You, you know, just to be fully prepared. And they were like, no, no, we got everything. Everything's fine. I was like, okay, cool. And then the minute I show up, they were like, everything has to go on one tab. And I was like, what? I, I, I remember that was like the first red flag. I should have just been like, screw this. You know, people will just show up and do their own thing. But I remember having, it was just so uncomfortable having to tell people like, hey, everything's on one tab. So, you know, you can kind of just keep track of what you're drinking and, you know, what you're doing and stuff like that. And yeah. I have to say, everyone was amazing. Like, you know, everyone was really great about it. Um, except a <laughs> handful of people who maybe were going a little too hard at this Christmas party. <laughs> yeah, I'll say. Yeah, that party was really fun, but I had to leave early because I had eaten way too much brie cheese and <laughs> I passed away. <laughs> I had to go home because I got really sick. Oh, yeah. And you ended up missing the the big moment of the night when the waitress came up to me and was like, hey, I just want to let you know that that one person over there has probably ordered like 21 shots and they just keep ordering. Do you want to close out the tab? And I was like, yes, close that shit out right now. <laughs> <laughs> That's so many shots. Yeah, well, they, they just kept ordering them for like, you know, the groups of people that they were like jumping around. And I remember like I went up to this person and I was like, hey, like, you know, we're, we're closing out. And the waitress just kind of pointed out, you know, this to me and just letting you know. And this person was like, don't worry, don't worry. Like, I got this, I got this. And then I was like, okay. So then we're, I, I took this person with me to pay because I had, you know, everyone else's money and whatnot. And this person's carts just kept getting declined. And ah! I was freaking out because I want to say more than half the bill had been what this person had been like, you know, purchasing for, for themselves and for other people. And I was like, I was freaking out. I was like, oh my goodness, like, how is this going to get paid? But then thankfully one of the cards went through and it was all okay. <laughs> God, so stressful. It really was. And at this point, you know, there was only like a handful of people left. I think we were just finishing up the, we had ordered to wrap up the night, like a nacho dish. And we were just wrapping that up and very few of us were left and it was just incredibly stressful when that was happening. I was like freaking out. And I remember one of my friends called me over and they were like, 
you know, if, if you need anything, just let me know. Don't worry, you know, don't worry. And I was like, I'm like, I'm trying to have patience. I'm trying to be calm, but it all worked out in the end. And after that, I was like, you know what? I just don't want to deal with this anymore. <laughs> Is that the I'm last like, party you had? I think it was. It was definitely <laughs> the, the last Christmas party because I'm like, you know what? I'm going to wait a couple years for people to kind of like mature and get this out of their system. And then, you know, we'll all come back. But then, you know, people lost track of each other and whatnot. So I haven't had one yet and can't have one now. Thanks, COVID. So <laughs> yeah, we, we still need time to mature. Yeah, it's like maybe next year I'll bring everyone back together and we won't be going to that same place anymore. So that was the, that ended up being the last Christmas party that I hosted, but this was also around the time when I started working and work Christmas parties started coming in the picture. And let me tell you, those were a hot mess. Oh yeah. I think across the board, they're just like debauchery, sin. I don't know. Oh goodness. <laughs> Are there any, like, any moments that you remember that, where you were just like, how did we end up here? I was also one of the debaucherous, sinful people. Oh, goodness! <laughs> Party! Yeah. Um, I, just the first, like, time I was in a restaurant industry Christmas party, oh my god, everyone was annihilated. Like, everybody. Nobody was safe. <laughs> it's just, like, so wild our christmas parties were like split up in two because we would always have like the the company luncheon and you know it was like all nice and sweet and uh and then afterwards it was always at the after party we would end up at a bar and my friends and i would take bets on who the most trashed person would be that year (laughs) (laughs) and it's like we never wanted to be that person and um, i was actually talking to one of my friends about it yesterday and she was like I, I came close a couple of times and I'm like, I would have never let you get to that point. <laughs> and I remember there was one year where I, I won't go into too many specifics, but it's like we had spouses coming to pick up their, their partners because they were just completely gone. Oh. Uh, we had a year where someone threw a shot glass accidentally at the bartender <laughs> behind oh, the bar. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, but it was, it was, it was an intentional or like to cause harm. It was like, they took the shot and then they just kind of threw it and ended up falling behind the bar. <laughs> oh God. I used to flee my Christmas parties when I was working at like an office. Mm-hmm. You know, we would do like the toast or whatever and give out the company awards. And then I'd just be like, see ya. So I just like sneakily leave. And then I remember one time I went to my favorite place to go dance and I just went by myself. It's, it was like a fun club. So I don't know. I dressed up a little extra. Oh. And then, yeah. I like wore a wig because, you know, it was like a weird place. So I like get <laughs> yeah. to the bar and I'm just like grouping by myself. And then I go to the bar and then I see one of my bosses is there and I'm like, oh, <laughs> hi, I look like a fucking freak, but hello. <laughs> being really cool she bought all my drinks for the rest of the night so oh really that's so nice. sweet yeah i love that you guys did like awards we we didn't do that we would do competitions or play games yeah we did do awards actually last year i won miss congeniality of the office Ooh. and then they laid me off <laughs> you're like what happened to my award like they can't let go of miss congeniality you should <laughs> put that on your resume I'm holding this office together. 
skills and talents. So we're bringing this back since you guys liked it so much for our Halloween episode. We're doing this or that Christmas edition. <laughs> Are you ready, Sam, for some hot takes? I'm ready. Okay. Hot chocolate or peppermint mocha? Hot chocolate. Uh, you don't like hot chocolate? I'm not a big fan. It's just too it's too much chocolate. I get overwhelmed. <laughs> it's too hot and there's too much chocolate. Yeah, it's like it's too much. But I like the peppermint mocha because there's, you know, there's a little bit more of a mix there. So it's my favorite holiday drink. Okay. What else you got for me? Eggnog or apple cider? Ooh. Probably apple cider. Yeah, team apple cider. I, I can't do eggnog. Yeah, it's it's fine. I don't get it. <laughs> <laughs> I, I, I'm just like, I remember like just, uh, I don't know. It's just not my thing. But bless whoever really likes eggnog. I think that was the first alcoholic drink I ever had. I was like 12 and my grandpa was making it. And they were like, ooh, there's whiskey in this. Be careful. Oh, no. You see, maybe that's where I've gone wrong. Because I remember the first time I tried it, it was like non-alcoholic. And mm. it was... It was, just, it was just gross, and ever since then, I'm like, yeah, no, I'm not wasting my time on this. <laughs> There's apple cider. I'm not wasting my time on eggnog. Yeah. Um, how about this? A real Christmas tree or a fake Christmas tree? Ooh, okay. I appreciate real trees. They're really fun, and they smell really nice, but they're so much stupid work. You have to water them every day, and then you have to sweep up all the pine needles that fall off. Uh, so I have been team fake tree for the past couple years. Same. We only, my family only ever had a real Christmas tree when I was like a baby. And at, ever since then, it's it's been a fake tree that we've just keep pulling out every year. I hear they're not like good for the environment, but I'm like, if you only buy one and you use that same one for a couple years, like. I didn't know they were bad for the environment. I've heard I, I don't know too much about this. Maybe. I mean, I imagine maybe they're just all pla like plastic. The plastic. Yeah, I think it's the plastic okay. aspect of it. But I mean, you know, I think we used one Christmas tree for maybe like 15 years or so until my mom one year wanted a white Christmas tree. So we have a green and a white Christmas tree. <laughs> Ooh, fancy. How about this? A white Christmas or a tropical Christmas? Ooh. Oh, I've never had a tropical Christmas. I don't know what that's like. Or a warm Christmas. Did you ever go down to Texas? No, but I think, was it last year? It was like 60 degrees out for Christmas. Oh, <laughs> no. Tropical Christmas for Chicago. Yeah, I I would definitely say white Christmas. Yeah, I agree. White Christmas. Yeah, there was one Christmas. This was recent, too. We, we spent it in, in Mexico and it was just so weird. Literally, like, it was so sunny. It was, like, 70 degrees. And it just did not feel right. <laughs> My body was like, no, this does not feel like Christmas. And I don't know. There's just something magical about it being cold and there being snow. I agree. Okay. So would you rather wrap presents or open presents? Open presents. I hate wrapping presents. I'm really bad at it. Oh, no. I like wrapping presents. <laughs> I always oh. like giving more than receiving, so I'm just like, I love like making them look all cute whenever I can. 
oh, I'm really bad at it. Like I can't get my creases right. And I don't know, it just looks like, uh, I'm looking at the one that, that is a work in progress right now and it's just not looking great. But <laughs> It's just like a little blob. <laughs> yeah. And would, do you prefer Christmas Eve or Christmas Day? Okay, so this is a good question because Christmas Eve used to be my great grandma's party in the evening. So we would all get together and do a dinner. Then the after party was at my grandma's house in the apartment uh, beneath my great grandma's. And then those would go until like 3 a.m. And it was really fun. But Christmas Day was way more relaxed. It was at my own house. My mom used to host them. And she would make gumbo and it would just be so much more Mm -hmm. chill. Like you wouldn't have to dress up. Oh, this is hard. I mean, they're very different parties. That's really tough. Maybe you can Christmas. only pick one. You can only pick one. Ah, okay. Half Let's... of your family won't talk to you after this. You can only <laughs> pick one. <laughs> All right. I'm going to go with Christmas Eve just because the anticipation of Christmas Day just like adds that extra like adrenaline to the party. Yeah, I agree. We were more of a Christmas Eve. I know it's kind of like a thing within like Mexican Latino culture where like our Christmas is Christmas Eve. Like that's when you go all out you bring in Christmas and then the following day you're, you're just at home with your family. At least that's how it was for us and kind of what it seems like to be for a couple other people. But it's Christmas Eve is worth that, man. (laughs) Yeah. Okay. So bringing back the ugly Christmas sweaters. So would you prefer ugly Christmas sweater or matching PJs? Oh man. I, I'm sorry, everyone that has photos with matching PJs in your family, but I think you guys are fucking dorks. (laughs) (laughs) We just lost half the audience, Sam. I'm kidding. I'm sorry. Uh, Yeah, ugly Christmas sweaters. I can't pass up an opportunity to be ironic. I agree. I think this kind of takes me back to like some of the things we talked about on our Halloween episode where it's like, you know, you get to be creative. You get to do something fun and funky with it. And it's like, why not? Okay, finally, the last one, which might be controversial, Sam. Are you ready? I think so. The Grinch or Elf? I think The Grinch. Wait, are we talking about Jim Carrey's Grinch movie? Hell yeah. Okay, great. I love that movie. I think I quote The Grinch every day of my life. (laughs) (laughs) You're like, I am The Grinch now. Yes, 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 yes. Yeah, I would say The Grinch. Elf was, Elf was fun, but I feel like I watched it 16 times in one year because everyone just wanted to watch it together. And I, I just, I don't know. I overloaded it on Elf, but I'll never get sick of Jim Carrey Grinch. Like with eggnog, I don't <laughs> get Elf. I don't get it. Sorry, Elf fans. I, I for sure, hands down, The Grinch. I, I'm totally down with, I, I love that movie. I won't watch it a thousand times, but I'll definitely watch it once a year, you know, during this time. But I just, I don't, I don't get the whole elf thing. And maybe it's because I'm not a Will Ferrell fan, which is another controversial and slash hot take, but it's like, I really don't, I don't get it. That's, that's all I have to say. (laughs) (laughs) No, elf is cute. Um, I don't know. Maybe, ah, what is it about that makes the Grinch more likable to me? Maybe he's just more relatable than elf. Will Ferrell, what is it? his name's Buddy the Elf. So I feel yeah, like Buddy. Buddy the Elf is just all starry-eyed and sees life through rose-colored glasses, and that is just not me at all. So I can't relate. But he is kind of funny. The part where he gets hit by a cab is always really funny. <laughs> the part where there's violence, I love it. No, I'm kidding. 
Yeah, but maybe because it was on TV all the time, too, it just kind of turned me off to it. I don't know. I just remember when it came out, like, my entire, I think we were in grade school, and my entire basketball team would always be quoting it and talking about it, and I was just like, I just can't be with you guys, like, no, go away. <laughs> uh, it was just too much. And yeah, I mean, I think at the end of the day, the Grinch has more substance to his story, like, we understand why he was grumpy and why he was against Christmas you know he was he had been bullied and it's just like a more wholesome story and definitely something I feel a lot more people can relate to not that you have to relate to all Christmas movies um but I don't know I just I like the story a lot more yeah the Grinch is the anti-hero we all need (laughs) I understand him more and more the older I get (laughs) is he a super villain or is he a superhero takes um I don't know but he'll always have a special place in my heart yes in my heart that's three sizes too small oh then I'm done what would you say is your favorite Christmas movie oh my favorite Christmas movie okay well aside from the Grinch because I definitely do think that's like at the top of my list um if you want to understand me watch the Grinch (laughs) (laughs) um but I really love those Rankin Bass movies, like the stop motion weird Christmas that would show up on Fox Family all the time or ABC Family. Those are sweet, yeah. Yeah, they're so weird. I love them. Uh, I think Santa Claus is Coming to Town was my favorite one. It goes through Santa being a little baby and a bunch of elves find him and raise him to be Mm -hmm. Santa. Yeah. There's just so many silly adventures. He runs into like this crazy snowman evil wizard, this mm-hmm. evil snow wizard, and he teaches this evil snow wizard how to walk via song. And it's just the weirdest shit, but I love it. They're so good. They're such classics. I, I think my favorite one was the Jack Frost one. That one was yeah. also good. They're, they're, they're cute movies. They're just classics. You can't have Christmas without them. Yeah. What's your favorite Christmas movie? I would say, I would say I have like top two, maybe. Ooh. The first one, which is, you can use for Halloween too, Nightmare Before Christmas. Mm-hmm. I, I just love watching it. Um, also, Santa Claus with Tim Allen. Okay, I have never seen the Santa Claus. What? I know. Well, I started watching it one time with me and my partner, and then we maybe got through the first five minutes, and then a friend texted us saying that they were, you know, at a bar down the street. So we just abandoned ship. Oh, party and stuff. I, I I would recommend you watching it. It's on Disney Plus, I believe. It was just a movie we would watch every Christmas, and I just loved it so much. I, I would recommend it. Santa Claus Two is amazing. The third one was trash. I don't get why they they should have not done the third one. But one and two are really great. They're a lot of fun. There is, okay, so this season I kind of wanted to start watching the cheesy Hallmark Christmas movies. The rom-coms. Yeah, if you could suggest one. Oh, this is too much pressure. There's so many bad ones to pick from. (laughs) Well, I was not prepared for this question, Sam. (laughs) Sorry. There's like a Christmas Prince. Is that one good? Christmas. I've never watched the Christmas Prince. You know which one is kind of Christmassy, but not Christmassy? And it's not a Hallmark one. Actually, this one's borderline creepy, borderline sweet. It's also on Disney Plus. It used to be on Netflix. 
While You Were Sleeping with Sandra Bullock. Oh, okay. And it takes place here in Chicago, and they film throughout Logan Square. They film throughout downtown. So it's it's just nice to see different parts of the city. And I say it's borderline creepy because she works for the CTA, which is a Chicago Transit Authority, and she is in love with this one man who comes by every day. And all of a sudden, one day he falls onto the tracks while he's being mobbed and loses consciousness. So she jumps onto the tracks and saves him right before a train comes by. Oh my God. Yes. And all of a sudden she finds herself, you know, in the hospital and she's trying to see him to make sure he's okay. Not in like a obsessive way, but she just wants to make sure he's okay. And they're like, well, if you're not family, we can't tell you how he's doing. And she whispers to herself, I was going to marry him. And one of the nurse hears, and she's like, oh my God, it's his fiance. And she's like, yes, I am the fiance. And is they they get her in, they tell him how they tell her how he's doing and stuff. And right as she's about to leave, his whole family shows up and they're like, Who are you? And the nurse is like, It's his fiance. <laughs> oh my god, is this a horror movie? <laughs> no. <laughs> that's why I'm like, it's borderline creepy. Um, and yeah, that's where that's where I'll leave it. That's like the first 10 minutes of the of the film, and you get to you 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 get to find out the rest of it. Okay, so I will take that as my homework, and I will watch while you are sleeping. This better be good, Josie. Yeah, no, it's it's a sweet one, I think, and I I really like Sandra Bullock, so it's I think you'll like it. Okay. Some of these other movies are just incredibly cheesy and so unrealistic and just really badly scripted, where you're like, come on, is this really? Especially all the ones where like the small town girl moves to a big city and then ends up falling in love with like a prince or like this rich man. And I'm like, come on guys. Like, <laughs> like we've done awful. this story a thousand times or it's just, it's, it's like, we can do better. <laughs> you should do like girl from small town moves to New York city, falls in love with horse. Oh, what? I don't think that's legal or right now. <laughs> Yeah, it falls in love with herself, like finds out who she is. Falls in love with a mailbox. I don't know. <laughs> falls in love with Santa. Ooh. Are there any movies where like Santa is theoretically single and he like falls in love with someone? Santa Claus too. <laughs> oh. <laughs> yeah, man, I'm telling you. Uh, but yeah, there's there's a couple of those too where she all of a sudden finds out he's Santa. And then it's like, oh my God, am I ready to become Mrs. Claus? Very similar to the, oh my God, am I ready to become queen of this made-up European country? <laughs> I think the answer is always yes. Mix it up a little bit. Get a little crazy. And like I said, you have to rank them in terms of best to worst. And some of them, I'm just like, we can do without. So Josie, what are your plans for the holiday? I think very similar to Halloween. We will be at home hanging out. Uh, we've decorated the house for Christmas and just, you know, watching Christmas movies and spending time as a family. Oh, that sounds so nice. Yeah. Uh, you know, what, what else can we do this year? We can't do the hugging game, that's for sure. So <laughs> how about you, Sam? What are your plans? Uh, we're doing quiet Christmas. Yeah, it's going to be nice. Our tree is up. We've got decorations up. 
Um, I'm working on a little creative project with a few friends that we're going to release on Christmas Day on the 25th. Oh. Yeah, so if you want to see it, send us an email. I will point you in the right direction. But yeah, it'll be fun. It's like a Christmas project. You go behind the scenes of like Santa's workshop and you're like, guys, guys, we figured it out. <laughs> it's my like Geraldo expose. <laughs> like... You get a job as an elf at the North Pole. It's definitely going to look different for a lot of people, but similar to our Halloween episode, we, we want everyone to stay safe and it's hard being or celebrating the holiday season without family and friends but if we want to make it through it guys we just have to sit tight and try to do our best and do our part in terms of you know ending this so that we can all get together and party soon like other countries are doing I'm so uh, I, I, there's a lot of feelings mixed feelings when I see videos on Twitter and other social media platforms of people in these countries just partying and having like full-on concerts and everything because they've figured out COVID and gotten through it and we're over here figuring out how to get to the grocery store. <laughs> you know, there's a lot of things that we're missing out on, but we're, we're doing, we should do our best now to make sure that, you know, next year we can go all out. All right, friends, celebrate safely. And have fun and keep that Christmas magic. Yes, and if your child asks you if Santa Claus is real, just answer them with a question back. Is Santa Claus real? Yeah. There you go. <laughs> <laughs> okay, well, good night, everyone. Good night, what? <laughs> What's that one thing? Um, oh, Merry Christmas. Christmas. All. And to all, a good night. <laughs> good night. Good night. We love you. Bye-bye. Bye. -bye. Bye.